time for Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, identical twins who swam the placental waters together and have navigated life as identical individuals. At childhood, the brothers shared clothes, a room, and birthdays, thus fortifying their bond. Nevertheless, their differences became apparent. While Jose and Angel love country, family, and rock and roll, they rarely see eye to eye. The only constant is their unique alliance and rivalry. They may have shared the room, but they don't share opinions. And welcome to another edition of Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose. And I'm Angel. And we are broadcasting live. <laughs> Relax. <laughs> We're broadcasting live from Theo Luis's garage on TwinTalkCast.com. And also on the largest internet radio network in the world. That's Live365.com. Did you say that? No, you just said it. I just said it. <laughs> Look for Twin Talk Cast Radio, eh? Because we're there. Now, we broadcast every Tuesday night. And for those of you that have not listened to us in, uh, in Because the past, it's Twinsday. Tuesday is Twinsday. In the past. Oh, dude, your microphone chucked me, eh? We are identical twins. And uh, we share everything. We don't share anything. We used to share things when we were younger. We share DNA, but like the slogan says, we may have shared the room, but we don't share We opinions. never shared our hyenas, eh? <laughs> Never now, done that one before. No, what we, we almost did though. Uh. <laughs> I had to back you up when you were on that hole. Some chick showed up saying hi, Angel, and hugging and kissing on me, and I th- I didn't have the heart to say anything. <laughs> so I had oh, because it was so difficult for you. You know how often it is. Literally, that's happened to me too. Damien, I just remembered. Well, eh? You know how often it is when we, people come up to you and that you're you just don't have the energy because they confuse you so often or just you feel bad for them because they they might feel stupid so you just don't say anything so you when, guys never did like sick twin stuff right uh what clarify sick like, twin. like oh this chick oh man she blew my mind she did this <laughs> crazy thing I mean no. and the other one was like really let me try uh, no, <laughs> no but I did have to back him up a couple, a couple times because he was Hey, remember that? Busy. Remember Busy with another girl, and I had to cover oh, it with his girlfriend. Angel! <laughs> I was. I was a bad kid. I, I was in middle school, eh? All I, all I know but is... Yeah, dude, you know, the the thing is that it was Myrna, eh? Myrna was like the... the all the guys in in middle school wanted her, and she wanted me, eh? But so Pearl Lorraine, Lorraine came I, over to talk to you and hang out with you, I and I had to go and say... I was hey, going hey, around with Lorraine. That's how we called it back then, when we were boyfriend and girlfriend. We didn't call it dating. We, we were we going, going around, around. Eh? <laughs> Interesting. Anyways, yeah, welcome to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. We have a fantastic show with you today, for with you for t- for you today. <laughs> of course, like um, we are up and up on up and up on what's going on uh, recently with the impending World War Three and the the stupidity of what's going on <laughs> with our administration. I think that uh, any war is pretty stupid, eh? A uh, good point on that. I don't care who administers what, eh? Anyway, um, just. So just this war is stupid, eh? The president just had a speech. He just addressed the American people in regards to whether or not to attack Syria today. Today at six o'clock uh, Pacific time. Well, of course I don't listen to the news. Well, you should. He addressed the Americans and trying to basically make a pitch as to why. I didn't give him my address. Let eh? me finish a sentence, bro. <laughs> uh, trying to make a pitch to the Americans and, for that matter, for the world to the world as to why they, we should attack Syria. 
But uh, in order to kind of sort that out, uh, our friend from uh, Fox News Channel, MSNBC, and all those uh, political pundit shows uh, from LisaDeftari.com, our friend, uh, my very close friend, journalist and Middle East um, uh, specialist, Lisa Deftari is going to be with us again, again tonight. Yes, she's, <laughs> she's right on. She's awesome. Angel, you're a fan of hers now, aren't you? She's well, because right. she's one of the 30 top news girls. Yes. Hottest she, news girls. And she was uh, voted by the Washington Press, I believe, as one of the top 30 political women on television. Trust she, me. She was named I, number six. Trust me. I don't like her for her brain, eh? <laughs> right on. Hey, right I've on. known her for, I think, eight, ten years now. And uh, I knew her when she was just coming up. And I've always appreciated her brain. She's always been into politics and Always. Shit. We've always had very good conversations. And she's a very intelligent woman. She knows what mm. she's doing. You're nice, and Lisa. And she's sexy. You're nice, Lisa. <laughs> anyway, she's going to be with us tonight. Also, um, we're going to be talking about, uh, you know, BuzzFeed.com. Had an article. Buzz? Orale. How come I didn't know about that one? Eh? Buzzfeed.com with all this rhetoric about whether or not to go to war with over, listen to this, over 90%, well, uh, uh, that's generous, 75% of America's against a war with Syria. And where are all these actors that came out and marched for, against Bush's war? Uh, there's an article on Buzzfeed.com that's called. 14 principled anti-war celebrities we fear may have been kidnapped. <laughs> well, you know what? We're going to talk about that also uh, if, during our show. If it's BuzzFeed, eh? if you're Buzz, you don't want war, eh? <laughs> of course, eh? You're chill, right? And you want to be fed. Just bien, so eh? you know, I am vehemently against any kind of recreational drug, including marijuana. But marijuana is not a drug, eh? No, anyway, You've that's another debate. Well, that's a debate we've had for a long educated, time. eh? Anyway, also, um, tonight, Angel's going to have his... Uh, the it, chill lounge. The eh? chill lounge. We're going to close out the show with the chill lounge. And I have no problem with you getting buzzed on my chill lounge, eh? Did you just say chill lounge? I did say chill yeah. lounge, didn't I? You caught it, didn't I you? I got it. The Latino <laughs> came out of me. Because I drive a Chevrolet, eh? a Chevy. Chevrolet. A Chevrolet. No, a, che- a Chevy. <laughs> anyway, I so... Dude, that shit's... Pu- this... Microphone is shocking me. Well, we need to ground this. I don't know what to say. What to say? You're doing it on purpose, eh? Anyway, (laughs) also, um, I'm gonna um, I'm gonna have my Patriot Pass in. uh, That's the segment of the show where I exercise my right to freedom of speech because our rights are like muscles. If we don't use them, they will shrink. No no one's gonna listen to that, eh? You know. You know why? Because the Dodgers are playing right now, eh? They're right. They're playing. (laughs) I don't care. I'm exercising my freedom of speech. That's what I care about. As long as I can do it because our rights are shrinking, and especially under this administration. And your tongue isn't, though. Anyways. <laughs> also, as we do every... But just so you know, the topic of my of my Patriot Pass tonight has to do with the president's running of the mouth of August 2012, where he drew uh, his, his proverbial red line uh, <laughs> over the Syrians' uh, use of chemical warfare. Flash, flash forward to now, and the Syrians indeed use chemical warfare, and now... No, the CIA and, did, and eh? now, They're blaming it on Syria. And now the president has to do has to deal with this, and now we're in a potential World War III, and what does he do? He backs up on his claim that he said it. And I'll show you. I'm going to play some sound bites of the president's then and the president's now, and then I'm going to make my comment on Patriot Pass. It's because it's all been orchestrated, eh? 
It was all planned already. It was part of the whole agenda. I do agree with you on that, but we'll talk about that later. Also, uh, tonight, as we do every week at, on Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, only on Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, straight out of Telemundo and NBC, multimedia journalists with the pink headphones, the coolest chick in radio, the prettiest chick in radio, the girl who loves boobs as much as we do, but is just all lady. Miss Jackie Casas with News and Dirty Laundry. Jackie, what do you have for us tonight on the News and Dirty Laundry? Angel just totally distracting me by him sn- smelling his pits right now. Dude, was <laughs> he sp- that was so distracting, Angel. I'm ready for my intro here, and you're totally distracting I me. I just realized that I didn't put on any deodorant, eh? <laughs> Don't smell your pits, dude. It Thank turns, you for it, letting us all know here in Theodore's garage <laughs> that you forgot to put on deodorant. It turns me on, eh? Oh, God. Okay, tonight on News and Dirty Laundry, George Zimmerman. Do we all remember him? You know, the, the guy from Florida, he was acquitted of yeah, shooting and killing 17-year-old Trayvon Martin. Uh-huh. Well, life has not gone so well for him recently since acquittal. What's what's that? Do, do, we, do we hear that? I just heard karma. Oh, no. <laughs> I just heard karma. I'll let you know what's been going on in his crappy life recently. I know that, Brad. Also, who will grace next year's Super Bowl halftime stage? Any guesses? Uh, I I do know. Actually. I know it's gonna be a uh, guess. It's gonna be. Uh... Well, I'll let you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you who will entertain your socks off next year for the Super Bowl. And finally, what's the latest craziest new workout trend? I'll give you some clues on who inspired it. She rocks a like half a buzz cut and likes to stick her tongue out a lot. <laughs> it reminds me of Gloria Trevi. I know what it is. <laughs> well, I'll let you know who inspired this cool new workout trend. All that and more, of course, coming up on News and Dirty Laundry. What, what is it with girls and, and the oral fixation? They like sticking out their tongue and, 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 and eating dill pickles and 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 uh, those uh, those what are those called? Those popsicles that are like like. Did you say oral fixation? Yes. Yes. Okay. You know what? I I am a fan of a real lady, a lady who can present <laughs> herself presentably in public, and then also knows what she wants in the bedroom. So if you go for ice cream with a chick and she gets one of those popsicles, you I would know not she, be entertained if w- she starts licking it. Not even on purpose for well, you. She's just licking it. Of course I'll be entertained. <laughs> but, and there's nothing wrong with that. A lady I, in the streets reason, in a freak in the sheets is what you're saying, I right? guess that's what you're saying. I wouldn't put it in that vernacular, but yes, that's what I'm saying. But 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 there's nothing wrong with that. It, it adds zest into the bedroom. You know what I hate? I hate when guys have an oral fixation. Ooh. When they like... Flick their tongue and stuff. Oh, it grosses me out. <laughs> what do you mean when they're making out with them? Or? No, when they're just when they just like when they lick when they, their lips. Oh. That is oh, so that's, unsexy. That's, that's, Chicks totally sexy. Like guys, the, don't lick your lips. No, like the lips. like the tongue between the peace sign. Yes, <laughs> that's gross. Dude. And then when they like that's flick gross. that, when they I can't even do it because it's like. I can't <laughs> Listen, that's that is that's very that's an effeminate. Oh. <laughs> What's wrong with that thing? It's You're fucking doing it, Jose. I see you got a button over there. Do you have there. to swear the other word, Angel? Do you have Sorry. to swear? I just got shocked, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. There's a grounding issue. We need to figure this out. It wasn't happening before, was There's it? There's a little taser. 
that Jose has installed yeah. in the microphone. Because Angel's a pain in my butt. Because you don't talk, you don't let, let me finish sentences. This is like a this this mic is shaped like a bong. Eh? I'm looking for the carburetor. Oh yeah, yeah, you're just killing me, ladies and gentlemen. For those of you it who just like tuned bong, in eh? and just know, just found out anything about us, I am vehemently against the use of recreational drugs, <laughs> including <laughs> marijuana. Call me, call me uh, a geek. Call me whatever you want. Just don't call me to get high with you. Hey, well, hey, what, what, what did we have last week? Last week we had a great show. What did we have last week? We had Jackie Hadnot, the uh, the Iron Horse woodworker. He actually carves uh, uh, trains, uh, classic trains, yes. out of wood. Uh, very cool. He's a very animated fellow. Very nice young man. He was featured on uh, Hugh Hauser's uh, uh, California Gold, and he's been on other. Other things yes. and uh, check that out. He was on there. Yeah, and he's actually a really nice guy. He has some really interesting things to talk about because his love of trains as a child, uh-huh. and he started intri- intricately. Wait a minute. He started carving intricate, intricately. Some pretty it, badass carving. Very eh? intricate <laughs> car- wood carvings of trains. And he knows. Why can I say that? And, <laughs> and you know what? Uh, what kind of surprised me when, he, when we were talking, he has a lot of knowledge on the history of these trains. Yes, that, that comes with a passion of trains. And for some reason, it was uh, it was very interesting. And it's it's just interesting how when pe- their background, when people tell you how they get started on, on art and what their muses are. Anyways, very entertaining. Uh, so check that out. How was your week, bro? My weekend. We also had Lisa Daftari on last oh, why, week. Why did I forget that? Of course. Last week we had Lisa Daftari again, giving keeping us abreast. That's no referral to uh, News and Door Laundry. <laughs> keeping us abreast of uh, the latest in the uh, Syrian issue. But it's always a great conversation to have with her because she's very smart and she's also very quick witted. And she puts up with Angel and she could really uh, go along with what he has to say. <laughs> it's yeah, we had the chill lounge también. Eh? And uh, so anyway, so what? How was your weekend, bro? How My was weekend it? was pretty dope, eh? I. Uh, I got stung by a stingray, dude. What? Wow. A stingray? Oh, man. Where were you? How did you that happen? yourself? I did, but that doesn't work. That's for jellyfish. Wait a minute. Eh? How did that happen? <laughs> dude, how many times have we been to Bolsa Chica? So, million times, eh? Right, right. And I was in the water getting stung by a stingray. It hurt, eh? A stingray? Are you sure it was a stingray? Yes. It wasn't a jellyfish? The guy told me it was a stingray. I know, because I've been... Guy. I've been this, the yeah, lifeguard. Well, that's funny. He goes, the guy like we know. Oh, yeah, that guy. <laughs> I it's know. funny how you talk like that. Hey, you? dude, I've been stung by jellyfish before. And and you oh, really? Yourself during that you, one. Yes, Th- and I peed painful. on myself that that's one painful. too. It is, but it's a different type of pain because you just pee on it. He has tubo, eh? Does it, but uh-huh. that doesn't take away the pain. That just helps the swelling, doesn't it? But you know what? The, the stingray is different, eh? Because nothing takes it out. You know, the, I went and I peed on myself. And then I came out of the bathroom and I was still limping, eh? And I, Where'd you get stung? I was like, because right now, like, the waves are really low, so the stingrays come up higher to the shore. Mm. And so you're supposed to do the stingray shuffle. Like, you move around and, and you're not supposed to step, but kind of, like, just move your feet in the sand. Uh-huh. But, see, I was too busy trying to catch that wave, eh? Because uh-huh. I was body surfing, because I do that body surfing. That's what the... Because, right. va- you know, us vatos, we don't do that, the, the surfboards, eh? That's... Like, I, I do. That's like too much work. Eh? I we'll surf. just do the body search. Yeah, and body surf. Hey, body because search. you can hold your beer while you body surf. Yeah, because right? <laughs> they don't have cup holders I on the surf. surfboards. Eh? 
I got stung, so I came out of there, and then and I came out of the bathroom, and my foot was still hurting. It started to go up. My toe felt like I was going <laughs> to blow up and shit. And the guy told me it's a stingray. They've been stinging everybody right now because oh. the water is so low. So they have a stingray station. So my, wow. So my, and I was all scared because I'm like allergic to bees. So right. I, I carry my EpiPen everywhere. That's really? Right. I, yeah, how you I like, didn't know that. You didn't know that. Are you intrigued? It's very interesting. Yeah, thank you. How baby. did you find out you're allergic to bees? You uh, got stung. I got stung right? and got sent to the. I could. I bl- I blowed up like a balloon, <laughs> <laughs> and I couldn't breathe. Eh? <laughs> I remember that. I, I think we were breathe. like we were like teenagers or adolescents. We were. I went to the emergency room. His eyes room, were, right? were, were 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 swollen. His 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 throat was swollen. I can't and we took breathe. A <laughs> you know. Roseanne Barr on her heyday, dude. That's how I looked like it. <laughs> so, um, Lourdes chimes in on Facebook. She says, all men got stung pretty much. They were crying. It was funny. It, no, it, they were on a field day, the, the stingrays, because eh? when I went in there uh, and into the uh, thing, it was only me and another guy, because what they do is they put hot water, really, really hot water on it. And and so, it was just me and another guy. And then, uh, on your on your sting? Yeah. Wow. You you dip it in, the, in, a, in a bucket and... Uh, and and it was me and another guy. By the time I left, there was eight other guys just wow. limping in. And how many stingrays were you. there? Did they say that there was like a whole school or pod? What do you call them? I don't know. Because stingrays are sharks. So what do you call them? Pod of sharks? I don't know. Oh. It's, they look like this, fool. Look at it. That's a, I know. It's, this is a <laughs> You pick a up stingray. How ironic. Look, it's a toy stingray on, it, on the table. That's what? my son's. Are you trying to traumatize me? That's thing? my son's. He left it here. <laughs> So, so what they do is they, they got like this tail that, that's like a scorpion, right? And they have protein on it. I didn't know this here, right? I got schooled. That's that's what causes the pain. And they sting you so the protein stays on you and it causes the pain. It starts to creep in. And and it's got and you can't rub it off or nothing. The only way is scolding hot water breaks up. You mean scalding? Well, not, not scolding because the water would have been telling me off. Telling me off. Well, it felt like it. It was hotter than hell, eh? And so it was like it, that breaks up the molecules. So you, it depends how how much of it you got on there. This one vato, his foot was all swollen. Eh? So it was like clear or see through or white. Uh, on my the protein. Oh, it, I, it was invisible. All I saw oh, was blood, it was eh? Invisible because it 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 drew blood, eh? Wow. Come to think of it, yeah. That's crazy. I'm gonna go back there with my homies, eh? <laughs> <laughs> it cool. So uh, it was cool. So so your your uh, your pop up that you let us borrow, right? You know, thanks a lot, by that, the way. That got blown away by the wind. You can't blame me, eh? I was over there at the stingray station, and first, eh, first, like, I, when I left, there was a pop up. When I came back, there was no pop up. First of all, let me clarify this. Let me clarify this, Jackie. I let my bro- brother borrow my pop-up about a month and a half ago for another event, uh-huh. which he hasn't returned to me yet. But I thought it was, <laughs> but I thought it was like you know, because it was safe in because, my garage. Because I eh? thought it was in safekeeping, and it's okay, no yeah. big deal. So what does he do? He takes it to the beach. Okay, it's windy at the beach, especially when you go there in the well, evening. Don't you anchor it down? It, it, uh, clearly, he didn't anchor it down, <laughs> and it flew away, and it ruined my hundred and sixty dollar pop-up. How did it? Fly away! Can't you like? Didn't you it run after it? Oh, it was windy. It was te- I wasn't there. A, I was stung. It's damn a, it! Here, it's a technical term. Pendejada. <laughs> it was a pendejada. You know what? It was your pop up because everyone had a pop up, and yours is the only one that decided yep. to fly maybe away. They, maybe they they anchored theirs, and you didn't anchor mine. First of all, I wouldn't have taken one because one, who needs a pop up at the beach? It's too windy in the evening when you go anyways. You go during the evening to go light a fire, and that's when it gets... No, we were there in the daytime. It still gets windier. It's too much trouble. It's it's likely to sail off like it did now. I'm I'm out of a pop-up. 
sad days. I don't Whatever. know where I don't know where it went. I think it probably went into that that marsh. And, Anyway, I want to remind everyone that they can uh, chime in and talk to us anytime throughout the show. Go to our Facebook page and go to Twin Talk Show. And on our wall, you can leave your comments uh, or questions or anything having to do with a uh, with uh, you know with anything. We we do it. Anyways, uh, Lourdes, that wasn't a cheapie. You look at any of the other ones, that was not a cheapie. That was a good pop-up. It was. It was like it, a double-sized one. It's a quality, it it's a quality pop-up. It's the best one around. It was the blue type. Those blue ones with the spread-out legs are crappy. No, that was cheap. <laughs> anyway, um, I want to remind our listeners that you can uh, chat us up on Facebook. Also, if you want to give us a call the old-fashioned way, you can do it on our landline here to Tio Luis's Garage on at 626 Two seven five. Two in. That's six two six two seven five eight nine four six. So it's time for shout outs, eh? Costing crazy todo, eh? I could do a shout out. My leg, my foot's a lot better. Anyways, the shout outs are brought to you by Aladdin Junior Two Mediterranean Cuisine and Concert Venue. Give you more information later. Anyways, I want to start the shout outs with some peeps that were liking our post. Nick Guadignoli. Marco Lopez, Sandra Oseguarra. Oh my gosh. Irene Oseguerra. It's Oseguerra, dude. Oseguerra. Yes. And Irene Villa. Hey, hey, you claim to be all Mr. Chicano. You can't even say Oseguerra. I just didn't write it all right, eh? I also want to give a shout out to the BP Braves. Baldwin Park Braves football kicked butt on Sierra Vista Dons otra vez, eh? That bell is blue forever, Holmes. <laughs> right on, eh? and everyone I, that, and I, everyone that went. I could care less. Uh, and also, I want to give a shout out to Jackie Hadnot. Thanks for being here last week, Holmes. I told you I'd give you a shout out today. Ow, the microphone. And uh, I want to give a shout out, hey Jake, the lifeguard over at Bolsa Chica, Holmes. Thanks for saving my <laughs> life, man. Thanks, say, did he pee on it? Did he pee on it? <laughs> Thank you for peeing on nah, my brother, Jake. man. Also, Uncle Bobby and your honey looking good. I love that picture. Maria Guerra, I know you're listening even though you're watching the soccer game. You eh? know, she, she don't, you know she's my, a fan of mine. Yeah, well, yeah, that's... she's made some comments that Jose is <laughs> Oh, thank you. I'll still give you, you a shout-out, Maria Guerra. It's because I'm taken, eh? I'm married, eh? Anyways, also I want to give a shout out to Luz Diaz in Zamora, Michoacán. ¿Qué pasó, tía? Te dije que te iba a mandar saludos. Hola, tía. I also want to give a shout out to El Pequeño Loco. Hey, thanks for the diamond tuck upholstery on my Datsun. Hey, it looks firme. <laughs> Did he really do that? Yeah, it looks firme. Really? You got diamond tuck? Diamond tuck on that the Datsun. So... Datsun oh 210 God, that's, 80 Datsun. That's so ethnic. Y gay, Humps. That's your shout outs. You got some shout outs? I, I do. I have shout outs. I want to give a shout out to uh, uh, a, a friend of mine, a producer that I worked with for many years uh, in Salt Lake City. Friend of mine, her name's Kathy, Kathy Denago. Really nice to have uh, chatted with you again recently. I'm happy that you and your family are doing great. And uh, a lot of fun times working with Wally. I want to get, speak of Wally, I want to give a shout out to my friend Wally Hawkins, who is uh, in, uh, in Las Vegas now. What's up, Wally? Long time no see, eh? Hey, uh, dude, that's what happens when you get old, man. That's those hip replacements, man. Anyways, he's recovering from a little bit of a hip replacement. But, hey, you'll be all right, man. I dig you, man. And so that's my, my shout-out there. Anyways, the shout-outs are brought to you by Aladdin Jr. 2 Mediterranean Cuisine and Concert Venue in the city of Pomona. That's 296 West 2nd Street 
in downtown Pomona. Check them out. 909-623-4333. They got Mediterranean food, a good choice of beer, and they got live music on the weekends también. Awesome. Okay, so we'll be right back. Remember, we'll be right back with Lisa Deftari from lisadeftari.com and News and Dirty Laundry. We'll be right back. Martinez, your loca host of Maz TV. Just wanted to check in with y'all and let you know to catch our show every Saturday at 8.30 a.m. on Channel 20, Direct TV, Dish, and AT&T Uverse. Tune in. Hug a twin today. Listen to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Welcome back to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose. And I'm Angel. And we broadcast live every Tuesday night from Theo Luis's Garage on TwinTalkCast.com. Yeah, and we do it on Live365.com. Just look for blah, blah, blah. Twin Talk <laughs> Cast Radio. This microphone, eh? Just don't touch it, dude. Stay back. Is it really shocking you? It's shocking me. Did you just hit it? <laughs> Angel, leave that. It's an expensive microphone. Yeah. Anyway, so we thank you for listening to us. Uh, remember that we're going to have Lisa Deftari from lisadeftari.com. Also, we're going to be talking about BuzzFeed.com's article uh, in regards to all those flaming liberal uh, celebrities that are all of a sudden incommunicado. It's called 14 Principled Anti-War Celebrities We Fear May Have Been Kidnapped. Yep. What happened to her? I'm, I hope Cheryl Crow's around. What happened to Bar- Babs? Or Charlie what, Sheen. I'm really worried about them. What, what's that? 
premise of the whole thing, eh? The point is that they were very they outspoken. They elected it, premise. They're very, they're very outspoken <laughs> during the uh, the Bush wars. Very outspoken. If they were anti-war, and yet Obama's going to put us into probably, uh, uh, potentially uh, a third world war over a stupid thing that he said, over a, uh, a, 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 a alleged chemical warfare, and they're nowhere to be found. And it's an interesting thing that they point this out uh, on that. So there you go. Anyway, so uh, that's what's going on. Also, uh, I'm going to be having a Patriot Pass, and I'll be talking about the president's red line. Stay tuned for that. So there you go. All right. So now when you hear that beat, that guttural beat that grabs you from the loins and goes, Ay! It's time to tune in because you know I when it's. I love that I do that to you guys. <laughs> you do. I just love it because you know when it's time for to tune in for all the news and dirty laundry and the latest on anything. When you do what to us, Jackie? <laughs> what? When I do. Oh, <laughs> 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 Straight out of Telemundo and NBC, <laughs> multimedia journalist, the cool with the cool chick with the pink headphones, the loveliest girl in radio, our dear friend, Jackie Casas with the news and dirty laundry. What's up, Jackie? Shoot. Hi guys. You know what I was Welcome just thinking, back. Jackie? Yeah. Is that on my every shout out I'm gonna include your significant other. Because you are here with us instead of there with him. And of course you prefer to be here, but of course I got to show him a little bit of love. But we got to give him a, like a code name, Jose, like, like you know, because we don't well, want to give his name up on the The problem air. is we don't know enough of him. She doesn't ever talk about him. That's okay. We'll give him a code name like Pepito no, or no, something. But, Pepito. No, no, Eugenio. <laughs> no, but I'd rather, I'd rather have it be something fitting, you know? Yeah, Pepito. Like, in this case, we don't know anything about him, so I call him Mr. Ambiguous or something, you know? And, and, that's and, three syllables, eh? Oh. Yeah, Pepito. That sounded better. That's three <laughs> syllables también. Pepito. Uh, pepito, eh? I want to remind everyone that if you have any comments oh, or questions in regards... Sean Flines. Any comments or questions in regards to... Champaina. Anything that we're talking about. I'm going to call him Champaina. Hey, Champaina. Okay. Thanks for letting your haina here, eh? Please feel... <laughs> oh, my God. Please... Please feel free to uh, make leave those comments on our Facebook wall on Twin Talk Show. And talk about that. Maria Guerra has chimed in. My friend, or, or I should say my fan. Uh, Maria Guerra <laughs> chimed in. She goes, I'm watching two football games on mute just to hear you guys. Nice. To hear two twins. What a devoted fan. Yes. Thanks, Maria. Thank you, Maria. Yeah, are you wearing clothes, in. Maria? Are you dressed? Oh, come of on. Of course she's wearing <laughs> clothes. How dare you? You don't know this lovely lady. She, what are you a nice wearing? nice Christian lady like her. What are you not wearing? Well, you know, just because you're sitting here without pants. <laughs> anyway. Uh, give us a call also at 626-275-8946. That's twin if you want to spell it that out. That means you, Maria. Call us. <laughs> uh, have we heard of her, her voice yet? Yeah, I think she called yeah, us. She, yeah, she's, she's called in before. Oh, that's right. Um, we had... Sons of Mariel. Oh, yes. She's a big fan yeah. uh, of them. Yes. And yeah. uh, I remember she called in when we had them here in Theodosia's Garage. And you yeah. can hear that on our podcast at TwinTalkCast.com. Anyway, so here we go. What's going All right, guys. Let's get started with tonight's news. Lots <laughs> of updates with Syria today. It's been a game changer. 
So just bear with me, guys. Russia and Syria have embraced Secretary of State John Kerry's suggestion to place its chemical weapons stockpile under international control. U.S. officials said Kerry's comment was not meant to be a diplomatic opening. Whoopsies. But Russia <laughs> and Syria soon after Kerry's statement drew up an immediate interest to avoid an attack from the U.S., by the end of the day, President Obama conceded that the idea of monitoring and ultimately Wait. destroying Go ahead. <laughs> Syria's um, arsenal could potentially be a significant breakthrough. Let me tell you, eh? It's fluoride. What? If they're going to destroy those chemicals over there, they got to take the fluoride out of our water. <laughs> no, I'm not kidding you. The, look it up, eh? Look it up. The, uh, the, the, the chemicals that were sent... Over to Syria way back in the day, you can you can look at reports from the uh, from some uh, newspapers uh, around the world. They sent uh, there was there's articles that the headlines read, oh that the so and so approves chemicals for uh, w- uh, for chemicals for uh, what? what for what? warfare to go to Syria from this UK company, like this British company. Okay, and. Uh, and and you look at the ingredients; it's fluoride, and it's the same fluoride that we're drinking. That we're drinking in our in our water. In our water, you know, fluoride indeed is a toxin, and we shouldn't have it in what our water. What are the water. effects of having fluoride in your water? Um, you know what? That's for, a good question. I know I know those those effects, but I but I forget what they are. Because is it fluoride in your toothpaste? It is. it is, and it's not good for you. There's alternative natural holistic the, toothpaste, and there's studies that have been made that minorities, Hispanics and Blacks, are more susceptible to the toxins so, involved with. So fluoride. what was said over there is supposedly is fluoride, but supposedly is being used. For this, so I say, go ahead and take those stockpiles away, but don't put it in our water. But here's and while you're at it, take it out of our water. Is that the stupidity of our administration that they don't even? First of all, they don't give us a coherent reason why they're going to do. They want to do this, and then and the senator or not senator now, um, uh, Secretary of State John Kerry in his in his fumbling makes a, a, a stupid little faux pas comment that all of a sudden gives the president. A way out of his his fumbling of the red line comment, so it's just ridiculous. Yes, well, the sp- the president actually spoke today about what of the recent uh, upcomings have been with this debate, which has also run over to Congress, which they have just returned into office to debate about this. Now we have political extraordinaire Lisa Deftari, who will give us the scoop <laughs> all on that. Hi, hello, Lisa. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you guys? Fine. Thanks for being on the show with us again. That's two weeks in a row. We really appreciate it. Hi, Lisa. Hi. First of all, um, there were there were um, um, there was this was a speech, probably one of the most anticipated speeches by the president um, in a long, long time. And uh, in regards to uh, you know whether or not actually basically making his pitch as to whether or not we should. The United States should do something with Syria's alleged use of chemical weapons. What, what do you, in your, in your opinion, was it convincing? Well, I think that you know, in terms of it being a strong argument, um, it was. I think he put out something that was very um, logical, right? So you have the pictures of the children, and he used chemical gas, and he made an argument for what the attacks would be. He addressed points that people would be fearful of it becoming a war with no boots on the ground. It's not going to be Afghanistan. It's not going to be Iraq. You know, so he, in those terms, kind of put, put 
you know, ch- checked off everything on his list in terms of what to accomplish. Right. In terms of really being convincing, I don't think there's anybody out there who's anti-strikes is now, you know, miraculously pro-strikes and is really enthusiastic about getting this done and teaching Assad a lesson. Um, I think that, you know, he, he did work backwards in so many different ways from the beginning of all of this in terms of, you know, first coming out and saying we have to strike them, then saying, actually, I'm going to go to Congress. Actually, it's Labor Day, I'm going to go golfing. Actually, I'm back now. <laughs> Let's go to Congress. Now, wait, the Russians have a way out. Maybe that's our, our saving grace. Now we're going to talk about the Russians. But he didn't mention the Russians until 13 or 14 minutes into um, his, his talk tonight. So, you know, regardless of how uh, he will eventually go forward, he still wanted to look like the president tonight and still look like the leader of the free world tonight. But his actions up to this moment, in, given the this, this, this scenario, have not been, you know, matching up with that. It's very interesting, though, that you, you mentioned he didn't mention Russia's uh, a potential, you know, um, brokering of a deal here until 13 minutes or so into the the speech. In the meantime, he set the stage for reasons why the United States should go in there, in his opinion. But he also tried, he did try to sound like the commander-in-chief. And what sounded, to me, sounded a little bit, forgive me, but a little bit smug was him saying that even though it is within my power to, you know, authorize a strike, I will, you know, I will put it to Congress as if he's doing us a favor. Yeah, he keeps going back and forth. First, it's like, well, I drew a red line. So they crossed that red line. And then all of a sudden, it wasn't my red line. I'm doing this for all of you. And then he says, like, exactly what you said, you know, I have the power to do this. Well, then go do it. Be president. Be, be, be courageous. Be brave. But then he backs up and says, no, but I'd rather have all of your support. It's going to be stronger if you guys are with me. So, I mean, these are all talking points. And as we know, the president met with you know, his advisors, who are the same guys who got him, uh, you know, uh, elected twice. Right. Um, he didn't meet with, he didn't meet with, you know, with exact, you know, the, the people that helped him with these talking points were not the people that are telling him what to do in Syria. But he does have generals. He does have people who are helping him with national security. It's Lisa, just the, the national PR in which we're, we're failing. Lisa, this is Angel. So, so are you saying, do you think that the president is bluffing? I don't think he's bluffing. I just think that he's, he constantly keeps putting his foot in his mouth. And even now, if you really want to look at whether he's going to take up the Russians on their offer, you know that the Russians are going to come and say there's going to be a precondition. Absolutely. That you take, if we take, we take the uh, chemical weapons, you guys have to take military strikes off the table. Well, then tonight's address is completely then a waste of time yes. and, and contradictory because he at the one at the one hand he's uh-huh. saying well it would be great and then here's the other thing who the heck is going to verify he talked about how important it is to verify the existence of these chemicals what does that I, mean i don't think who's it's on, I, I don't think it's in, i don't think it's important sorry to interrupt i think for the president mm-hmm. i think like you said he's put his uh, uh, foot in his mouth <laughs> and now the, he's trying. Uh, he's he's going to probably jump on that opportunity to get out of this because 
you know, what is it, 75% of Americans are against this war. It's not a popular thing, right. this potential war. Right. And so right. he knows he has no backup of the international community, he, even though he keeps touting the international norms. Um, and so he, I, uh, this would be a way out for him, but it would, it's going to come at a cost, I think. I, I could totally see the U.S. Marines going in everybody's bathroom taking their toothpaste. <laughs> 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 so what do you think about that, uh, Lisa? Uh, the Independent uh, 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 and other uh, news, um, I don't know, outlets uh, are saying that uh, this chemical uh, weapon is actually fluoride from the UK. Have you heard that? Yeah. No, I haven't heard that one. <laughs> but interestingly, the president is saying that everyone, there's not one person who doesn't believe that chemical weapons were used. And, you know, someone there should be raising their hands and being like, well, the Russians didn't at first. They said that there was no use of chemical weapons, and now the Syrians themselves are admitting to the chemical weapons. Very interesting. I so, think the, the, so, we're being played. We're being absolutely played. And today was really the climax of that whole the, the theater, really, where the, the Russians... It's almost like, you know, when two kids are fighting over a toy and an adult figure comes in and goes, I'll take that. I'll right. take that. Right. Or, so, or even better, no, not a toy. Let's just say candy. And the adult takes it and walks off. Well, it's, this is exactly what's going on here. Russia steps in. Russia, who basically stopped the U.N. from doing anything about the humanitarian crisis in Syria for over two years, steps in and says, you know what? We're going to take charge here with our ally, Syria. Who the heck could trust anyone in this equation? Right. And so what were there pros and cons in this uh, whole uh, address by the president? What was it? Were there any pros? And what are the pros and cons? With well, yeah, this? the pros, I think, I, I do think that he did put forward, whether you agree with him or not, he did put forward a very cogent argument. He did put forward a logistic argument. He, he did address both the left and the right. He talked about people's uh, different fears. You know, he became very, uh, he became almost like the, the, uh, the campaign Obama, where he talked about a letter. You know, I tweeted like a funny joke about how <laughs> I, I wonder if Joe the plumber is going to have something to say about this also, because he, he went back to his you know, camp, campaign antics. So um, I think regarding, you know, the, the way that he came out was very presidential. He did sound like a leader, even though, again, his actions up to now on Syria in the past 10 days have not been it, as it, such. Yeah, it's been very wishy-washy with him and his administration, uh -huh. uh, uh, namely uh, Senator, I mean, now Secretary of State Kerry. It was so uh, Keystone Coppish in the last week or so. In my opinion, now I have another question. Right. Uh, how was was Too much this, fluoride? <laughs> you mentioned that he was very campaign-like right now on this speech. How was this speech different than what we've learned or have heard from him uh, uh, or his administration about Syria so far? I just think that the different developments that have come up uh, have, have have been whether they're contradictory in nature or don't go hand in hand. Or, for example, yesterday we had. Hillary Clinton at the podium, and again, what the, I have no idea what her role is right now, and she is not in office. I don't know, right. but again, she took the podium. Yeah, so I don't she's know. Practicing for 2016, right? <laughs> uh, so she took the podium, and she basically said, "We have to do strikes," and then she also said, "We have to have diplomatic uh, measures. We have to engage them diplomatically." Now we all know that once you're striking a country, regardless of how big or small those strikes are, 
how can you then go and engage a combatant diplomatically? It's like saying, we're going to wage war on you, but then we want you to come to the table with an olive branch. Very, very good point. So it's not going to work that way, and you're working backwards. You should have to, and then at the same time, in the same day, yesterday we had a State Department uh, representative come to her podium and say, we've exhausted all diplomatic measures regarding Syria, and that's why we're talking about strikes now. And then, so oops! Is, you know, and, and then, oops! The yeah. Secretary of State says is what he says, and they all of a sudden they're back into a well. He's, he's the uh, he's the original <laughs> flip flopper, so he's just being true to him, his roots. <laughs> well, uh, we remember him when he was running. Yeah, Mister Anti-War, Swift Boater, whatever. Um, uh, 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 um, so, one more question. So, did did the uh, ultimate question? Did he appear? Did the president appear like to be the leader of the free world with the speech? I think if if people look at him very cosmetically, and I'm talking about the people who blo- who voted for him and then again blindly voted for him again, those are his, I would say, one-third of Democrats, perhaps more. Right. The people who, regardless of what he says, will follow the president, not because of the issue, but because they trust this president. To them, he did. Very, and, very. you know... We, we talk about, you know, the, the, how this is going to break down. Again, the far, far left, the hawkish left, they might not agree with the approach that the president's taking uh, regarding strikes, but they do believe in, in maybe even broader approach to, to militarily engaging um, or putting ourselves into the equation in Syria. Then you have the, the third that I just mentioned, who are the Democrats who will blindly follow the president regardless of the issue, and then you have everyone else in the nation who I think is pretty much against the strikes. So um, I think to to his own people, to his own uh, constituents, he appeared presidential and and leaderly because he, he sounded like he was buying whatever he was selling. Up to now, we haven't seen that. We've seen, as you said, very wishy-washy, very much like we need to do it, but we're going to wait. He did say that again tonight, actually. He did say we're going to have a delay in the vote. And as you said, he might be buying time. That's actually a a pretty uh, common theme here. The Russians and the Syrians are buying time. The Iranian regime is buying time so they can become a nuclear power. And now our own president is buying time to see what's going to well, what's going to happen here, hoping that this problem goes away. Because now we've said something, and if we don't do something, we appear weak. But if we do something and it fails, then we appear even more weak. So I think we're we're in a no-win situation, but um, time He's, will tell how it stands out. The U.S. is a bully. That's the way I see it. <laughs> and that's exactly no, what it sounds to me. You said that last time, and you know what? That's a pretty weak-looking bully you got right there. It's being bullied around by Russia, I, Syria, Iran, and everyone else. I agree, Lisa. Thanks so much for being on our show. It, it has been a very wishy-washy way of handling the Syria thing. It got his the foot in the mouth. Um, everything's been wishy-washy. The worst yeah. thing is Angel, that uh, a bully would have just struck Syria overnight and not told anyone. You don't tell. You don't send out a save the date for a war. <laughs> <laughs> Our, and please RSVP by. <laughs> please <laughs> RSVP if you're interested. And then the Russians stepped in and we're like, we want to p- plan the party too. Yeah. <laughs> so. we, well, we want to thank you again, Lisa, for being on our show. Check out Lisa at lisadeftari.com. Anything new coming up that you want to uh, you know, let our listeners know about? 
I'm on Fox News almost every day weighing in on this. So if you're watching Fox and you're following the Syria coverage, um, follow me on Twitter also. I'm, I'm tweeting very often about developments in Syria, more so than I am on my Facebook page. Um, I was tweeting commentary during Obama's address, and uh, I will be again tomorrow. And um, please, tomorrow, I, this is something that's more personal, I think, than, than, than journalistic of me, but take a moment to remember those who passed. On 9/11, it's, a, it's really a day of uh, commemorating the, the hero, fallen heroes of our nation and the people who gave up their lives and continue to give up their lives to fight terrorism. And uh, really, a, a, an important, important day um, in my life shaped my entire career and my life, everything. And right. um, I, and I know it's hard. Twelve years we go about our business; it's just another day in the calendar. But take a moment, please, and uh, hopefully we will have this never again. Very well said. Lisa, please contact me when you're back in my area. I want to take you to lunch. Uh, we need to catch up. All right. Sounds great. All right. Lisa Deftari from lisadeftari.com. Thanks so much, Lisa. Bye, Lisa. My pleasure. Have a great show. Bye. Bye. She's awesome. She's awesome. 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 Anyway, I, I, take it, I take it that she's not in favor for this. With the war in Syria, yeah, she's she's she. And call me ignorant and shit, but I thought she was in favor with all the you know the U.S. Uh, intervening over there. You know what? In the I, Middle East, I think that she. No, I don't. We haven't outright asked her. We didn't no. ask her last week or this no. week because we really were just asking for an analysis of what's been going on, and she's been so uh, um, un, you know objective about it. But my my guess would be that she would she would say that if there's going to be a strike, just do it. Well, she actually did say it. Just do it and be a little bit more uh, you know, about of, a, of a leader, uh-huh. you know, about it. But anyway, that's Lisa Deftari from lisadeftari.com. Check Either way, out. thanks for calling in, Lisa. Anyway, so now on to the next news and dirty laundry. What do you got going on for us? Okay, moving on. <laughs> I like that music that you're bringing on. <laughs> Let's talk about George Zimmerman. Oh, George. <laughs> His life is kind of really <laughs> sucky nowadays, and uh, that's what you get for killing a 17-year-old unarmed boy. But, you know, <laughs> yes. bad stuff happens Relax. to everybody, I guess. Oh, quiet. Shelly Zimmerman, the wife of George Zimmerman, declined to press charges yesterday afternoon despite calling 911 and accusing her husband of using a gun to threaten her and her family. See, he's a bully, dude. Yes. <laughs> Maybe he should have called he should have called 911 first. Yes, so we actually have the recording of that 911 call from Shelly. Let's take a listen. When do you need police fire medical? Your system has a police. All right, we do have units en route to you, ma'am. Is he still there? Yes, he is, and he's trying to shut the garage door on me. Is he inside now? I'm no, he's in his car, and he continually has his hand on his gun, and he keeps saying, step closer. He, he's just threatening all of us with, step closer with his firearm, and he's going to shoot us. Well, they shouldn't be wearing okay. a hoodie, eh? He punched my dad in the nose. My dad has a mark on his face. I saw his glasses were on the floor. He, he accosted my father and then took my iPad out of my hand and smashed it and cut it. Well, he paid for it. pocket knife. <laughs> <laughs> see, you see, the guy is bad. You could see it. You could see it in his eyes, eh? Just to fill you guys in, Shelley Zimmerman uh, filed for divorce last week uh, from George Zimmerman, and um, 
she, she claimed that he's just been. And this call was after the. This divorce? call was after. Uh-huh. So as we heard in the in the nine one one call, he was threatening with his gun. So she claims uh, he broke her iPad and that he punched her father in the nose. You know the mm-hmm. thing about it is that even though he might have not been doing that. Uh-huh. She's got the upper hand in claiming it because yeah. he's got like a bad rap already. Uh-huh. Okay, here's the update on that. I want to tell you. Turns out that uh, George Zimmerman did not have a gun. Uh, the police, <laughs> the police reported that that they did not find a gun on him, and uh, she also changed her story. She said in the phone call that he struck her father, and now she's saying her story that change the story that he didn't strike her father and that she not she's not pressing charges so it's a very interesting thing it's a domestic dispute i have a feeling that not to defend any kind of domestic issues but i have a feeling that she played up the whole thing because she was angry she threw a bitter divorce one more thing is that she just did an interview with abc uh on the air where she where she talked shit about him She's with a she's well, doing the, in the, the middle of, of a middle divorce, of a, a bitter divorce. So she talked crap about him. He are you w- defending him again? I'm not defending. You're him. You're defending him. But again, I am saying eh? that she is not as credible as everyone says. He's not credible. This is the second time. Fine, eh? but he did not have a gun, and that's a very serious charge. It's a very look. The police officer. Uh, um, said we didn't find a gun. She said, "Yeah, but he Why said." Why is his attorney he, she saying? She said. She said that he said he had a gun. But it's the but police Zimmer, officer. Uh, but Zimmerman's uh, attorney said that his gun was returned to him. The, so yeah, the yeah the gun was returned with him to him, and he and he typically has been carrying a gun on his yes. person. So since, he did have a gun on him. Not necessarily. Did, here's the deal. He's been carrying a gun. But for protection. For protection. But, but it was yeah, on right. him. But we don't know for because protection. when the police showed up, they said, this is a quote from the police. Lake Mary police spokesperson Zach Hudson said, we did not find a gun. We didn't find anything that indicated he had a gun in his person. Okay, well, I have reports here from Mark O'Mara, who's Zimmerman's attorney, that said that he did have his gun on him. It was in his holster. It was never touched. It was never removed. And police, police initially took the gun away, but that it was later returned to his client because it was not used in a threatful manner. Either way, the guy was an aggressor. He shouldn't have been at his ex-wife's house and uh, doing what he did, he was an aggressor. No, they were he, they were at his house. She said he was in the car out front of the house. Yeah, I think what happens they that's what up. the phone said. The phone said, "Why would she go over there?" Whether he was there in in the car, with, uh, and and she and, and whatever he was the aggressor again. Zimmerman, uh, I, I wish I was there to sock you in the face. <laughs> Here's the situation. With I'm, not my defending, on, eh? I'm not defending him. What I'm saying is that, you know, especially women, as vindictive as they are, they do some really, yes, when they're in the midst of a custody battle or, a, or, or a divorce. Let me finish. That's true. And a, and a divorce battle. And the fact that she went, listen, she went on the air on national television to de, just to talk shit about what a horrible husband he was. Whether he was or not, that's personal, you know, and that's bull crap. So, and now she called, now she's defaming him more apparently by saying he had a gun when he apparently didn't according to the authorities he didn't have a gun so clearly she's on a defamation campaign and i'm not saying that he's a good guy but hey there's clearly kind of like sides. what he did there's two he sides defamed that two Charvis, sides to the story what was his name Trayvon Trayvon Martin there's two sides he to the story Trayvon too that eh? is true and she and he wasn't even there to defend himself after that eh 
That is true, saying that he was a drug user, a bad student. No, he didn't say that. The press did that. He didn't. He did not do that. Came out. George Zimmerman had nothing to do with what came out. Don't lay that on him. I bet he Uh, had nothing to do with that. He did it. What did he say? He was very unhappy when that came out. Oh my god! I'm sure he cried at night about it. But well, his life has been extremely tumultuous since his acquittal. Um, Family friends say that he left Central Florida, which is apparently an issue with between Shelley and. George, that he just got up and left and didn't really necessarily kept in contact with Shelly. He has been stopped twice uh, from police for speeding um, as well in uh, several states, and one of them being in Texas. Uh, so things have just not been going. The, the so worst part for about him. this is this: that um, when I heard the interview with uh, uh, George Zimmerman's wife, Shelly Zimmerman, mm-hmm. I was so I was just appalled because you know what? The fact of the matter is. That story's gone. That story's old. Who cares? The the, the fact is that the media. The, I yeah, think a lot of people the, care. The media and the the media. Why? I think his family cares. The, but, I think his friends care. No, I think the community no, cares. No, from the very beginning, from the very beginning. I'll the tell media, you, I wouldn't want Zimmerman living in my let neighborhood. Let me finish. The very beginning, the media played this up as if it was some kind of race thing, and now that the fact that he was not uh, convicted, they can't take it. So what do they do? They defame him. They call and they entice. Because I, I know I used to be a, what they call a booker. You call someone up and say, hey, would you be on Good Morning America? Yeah, you know. A Lord booker. Yeah. You call <laughs> them up and you schmooze them. Say, yeah, look, we'll fly you to New York. You get a limousine. Oh, you want to bring some family members? Sure, we'll put you up for a week. And so they enticed her to come on television. And, of course, she's in the middle of a freaking divorce and she wants to defame him. The media was courting her. Why? To continue the Zimmerman narrative. It's over. It's gone. He's been exonerated. Done. Let it go. There's more important things like the impending world war. He threatened the ex. And that's a domestic issue that we need to stay out of it. We don't know if he threatened her. She says he did. And apparent, and she claimed there was a gun and just there like, wasn't. So just her like he said that Trayvon attacked him. Yeah, but the police showed up and there was no gun. So that then that According to itself, some reports, not all the reports. Police, have I have a that. report here that the police I said. I have one right in front of me too. Uh, okay, read it. <laughs> it's a war of reports. <laughs> I, they got reports, eh? <laughs> it's the war of reports. But bottom line is, George Zimmerman, it, his his life has not been as peachy as, of course, he would like to. I mean, he's a marked man. A lot of people are not happy with him. They don't like him. Good, eh? He's a, don't he's, come in my neighborhood, is He's it? a target. That's why he has been carrying a gun on him, because he needs it for self-protection. Not well, why do you carry that in the first Regardless. place? Regardless. Well, because no, he was a community watchman or whatever. There's nothing wrong with carrying a gun. But, yeah, there okay, is when you're a bully. I am not defending bullies, but I will what say this. Say he was trigger-happy? I will yeah, say this. I will say this. George Zimmerman and the the killing of Drayvon Martin was not a racially charged killing. He did not stalk Drayvon no, Martin. He was a bully. Black. And if the, whatever the case, you're, you're, it's a well, well within his rights to carry a gun. If he says he was attacked, it's his words. And there were also there were. There were witnesses. Yeah. There were witnesses, yep. and you're not telling me the witnesses were lying in his in, in his favor. Then you're just saying that it was you're reaching. So it's done. Yeah. It's over with. He was exonerated. Leave the man alone. Move on, dude. But he killed him, and he was 17 years old. He was being. He was defending himself. Jeez. He was yeah. 17 years old. I believe right? in self defense. Yeah, he killed him. Well, then he, the, 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 the kitchen's up in the bug. He's a bully. All karma, right. Karma, George Zimmerman. Yeah, karma. sorry for you. Ahí te va. What do we got next? <laughs>
<laughs> Toma. <laughs> okay, moving on, guys. This is actually a really messed up situation. Diana Nyan, who we spoke about last week in our News and Dirty Laundry, well, she's in the news again because she's planning to meet with members of the marathon swimming community who are skeptical about her 110-mile swim from Cuba to Florida. The... The old lady? Yes, the old lady, the 64-year-old lady. Long-distance swimmers have been debating on social media and in uh, online forums whether the 64-year-old uh, athlete got into or held onto the boat accompanying her during her trip. They're jealous They she's said older. she could have not picked up as much speed as she said she did from the fast-moving Gulf Stream current. As we remember, Nyad finished the swim September 2nd after roughly 53 hours in the water, becoming the first to do so without a shark cage. It was her fifth try in 30 years. This is so messed up. She she managed to do this amazing, yes. amazing feat at 64 years old. She's been trying it for three decades, and these little fuckers online are like... That's fucking bullshit. It's, like, it's, she didn't do that. Esa vieja no hizo eso. But the thing is, is that she has a team that was with her. There was a boat that of accompanied course. her. They tracked her online via GPS. Um, there was data that was uh, constantly taken from her swim. Uh, the current stream, the temperature and everything. Um, so it's just kind of messed up. So they're gonna, she's gonna meet up with them to sort of lay out all of her proof. And like Angel said, toma. I think yes. it's, I think it's ridiculous. Um, they're just jealous. Clearly, they're clearly jealous, and they can't admit that they've been outdone by a ruquita. You know what though? If indeed she she held on to the boat, that was fifty three hours in the water. At yeah, ninety years old almost. And eh? and she did like what five attempts? Imagine how many yeah. miles of swimming in shark infested very. Um, very tough waters. Think about uh, 110 it. miles, just to tell you exactly. You That's go. how long she swam for, for 53 hours. I say, leave her alone. She's 64 years old. She's like borderline viejita. Yeah. She did. Borderline viejita. She is viejita. No, I don't think you're viejita when you're 64. Uh, I think you're viejita when you're maybe over 70. Maybe. She's 64? 64 years old. All this time I was thinking 84. No. <laughs> no, 64 is the new 20. She's 64. That's like uh, uh, a Demi Moore is 64, isn't she? <laughs> no, she's... No, she is like 60. So she's 60, Demi right? Moore? Uh, I'm willing to bet on I want to say she's like in her... Maybe she's 50, late 40s? Late 40s? Uh, no, she ain't 40. She's like 50-something. <laughs> what are you saying, Emily? I'm old? She's 50. <laughs> she's in her... Uh, maybe she's not that old. Maybe she's in it because Barbara Streisand's in her late 60s. Um, 70s, probably, actually. Yeah, Demi Moore was uh, swimming right next to her. Okay. <laughs> so leave Diana Nyan alone. Uh, she deserves her win. Leave her alone. Yeah, anybody who wants to do that, even if they cheated or not, you did it, eh? So what? <laughs> they were in the water for so, so what? long. You, know? you were in the water for 53 hours. <laughs> I ain't going to hate on you. Dude, she's 50. Demi Moore That's is 50. 52 hours in... 45 minutes more than I can be. Leave her alone. <laughs> okay, moving on, guys. The NFL and other professional sport leagues have been plagued by incidents of DUIs with their players. So to address this issue, the NFL Players Association and an on-demand car service called Uber have a new partnership to provide car service huh. to NFL players for the upcoming Football season. Okay, you, like a, like a third party 
uh, company. Yes. <laughs> so this car service, which is like an app, it's like it's an app that you download into your phone. They're a startup. They just partnered up with NFL to offer this to their players. Players will be able to request rides through the mobile app, which provides a black car service. Like other mobile apps, Uber uses GPS to locate the user so that all the person has to do is press a button to I'm request drunk. a ride. Where are you? Uh, uh, there's a bathroom. I, I would totally... <laughs> Uh, fix up these cars with uh, cameras. Uh, cameras, Ooh. yeah. So players can party like rock stars, and you know everything. Dude, else. if I was if I was if I worked at TMZ, I'd get a second job at this place. Eh? <laughs> That's but, true. Uh, the problem the problem I have with that is that you know I hate how they they cater to this debauchery of these players. Uh, why don't, hold why? on, as an incentive, the players are going to get a two hundred dollar credit. To oh, use the service. Come How on. Many, I don't know because I'm not too. I'm not very well versed in NFL. But each team. How many teams are there? There's only 30 teams, I think. How many team? How many players are in each team? I have no idea. I don't follow football. Let's say 40 times 30. That's 1,200 players, right? Yeah. yeah. Times 200. Yeah, not all of them. Not all of them are use it, but I hear what you're saying. But and I think each one is going to be given that credit. No, it's ridiculous. I think because they're not dumb enough to get their asses to home. Safely? That's the problem with the society nowadays. That's why. That's why our youngsters no. are not. Let me. I'm just started a sentence. Do you see that? They're not I catering. A, También, no. I just started a sentence. I'm not into. I just started a sentence. Tampoco, but they're not catering. It's just a business, eh? They're trying to get a piece of the pie. Here's the deal. The the thing is this. The problem with this is that they teach our youngsters who uh, who idolize these guys that it's okay. You know that we're just going to cater to you. You just got to be a good, uh, you know, athlete, and we're going to let you get away with. What's murder. wrong? What's wrong with getting a designated driver? Eh? I get one all the be time. Responsible. Eh? It, be responsible. Be responsible. Actually, when, uh, then get it yourself. You get. It yourself? I do get a right. You these know guys how I, are paying You know for how it. I do uh, get my designated driver. How? I start drinking before my wife does. My point. <laughs> my point is these guys <laughs> can. <laughs> these guys can afford it, and the and the NFL wants to. Give them a $200 credit? It's ridiculous. So uh, the company Uber NFL will give personalized keychain cards with the credits attached to activate, that's activated to these NFL players. And they're going to start getting the word out with the program this month. And they say that their goal is to change behavior in uh, in their recent press conference. I'm not into NFL and the over-glorification of all these players, but I say kudos to that company who nailed that deal. No, I agree with that. Right? <laughs> They're just a startup. Yeah. Like startups are just barely making some money. This is a million dollar deal. It. Millions of it. dollars deal for them. So are you guys they... hiring me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, I guess maybe it's smart that they'll have DDs, but I think. They're grown-ass men. They should know how to get a DD on their own without their company, without their employer. My point, indeed. (laughs) I just had a thought. So their employer is offering them a DD. Can we demand our employers to offer DD services to us? Very good I don't know. Very good point. They probably wouldn't. Just an interesting thought. Uh, Moving on with other football news. Uh, Has anyone heard of the new... Halftime show performer that's just been announced. Oh yeah, we just Pee Wee Herman. We no. just played his music. No, 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 no. Drum roll for who it is. I know who it is. Bruno Mars. Bruno Mars. Grammy-winning pop singer Bruno Mars will be the Super Bowl's halftime performer this season. Is that, that the the vato that did that movie uh, Dictator and shit? 
What, what? are you talking about? Bruno. Bruno. Mars. He did that movie Bruno, right? No. No. It's this guy right here. <laughs> Who's Bruno Mars? This guy right oh, here. Oh, why'd you have to play that song? Oh, uh, does it remind you of someone? No, I just don't like it. Okay. I like How all of his songs except for that one. It may, How about it, that one? This is a good Put one. one on that reminds you of Champagne. Oh my easy God, I love this song. That's just how you live. Oh, take, take, take it all, but you never give. I love that song. I actually think he's uh, one of the best uh, new R&B performers that's been out in a long time because he's real, not overproduced, not all this uh, auto-tune, uh, old school, and uh, very, very talented and fun to watch. I've seen him perform. That's R&B. Yeah, this it sounds a, kind of pop to me. But it's R&B in the old-fashioned style. Well, of course, every halftime performer has to cause controversy online. There's been very, very good comments that, just like Jose said, he's like a real artist. He's not an auto-tuned performer like maybe Britney Spears would be. Yeah. Um, but people and always... everyone else. Yeah, and people He's not going to come out in, uh, in skin tone latex. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> and twerk. <laughs> so, but I... Bruno Mars because I like his music except for that one first song. Is that I, him? Yes. Yes, That's this is good. him. Yeah. I really, really like his music so it'll be an exciting show. He's definitely, uh, although he doesn't dance, he's definitely a performer. He's, he's oh, had he's great a da- Oh, he dances pretty well. I mean, I, I mean, he's not like, a, yeah. you know, Michael Jackson or Usher, but the guy puts on a good he show. He puts on a great show and he performs very well. So that won't be, of course, until next year. I told You totally threw me off. I really thought it was that guy Bruno from the movie Bruno. Really? I was like, what? You know, let me... I have a... Let me see if I can enlarge I don't know. This. I'm not into the... Uh... This guy, Bruno Mars, right here. He's been pretty famous oh. for a couple of years, okay. Angel. <laughs> he looks like he was on American Idol. I'm surprised he, he, he never heard of him. He's, uh, no. he's got some Latin roots in him. Yeah? Yeah. He's got some Latin roots on right. him. His like... real name is... Uh, I can't remember what his real name is, but it's not Bruno Mars. It's uh, like a Latin name, and yeah. he changed it. He's Puerto Rican, isn't he, or something like that? Something... Yeah. Something Latino. <laughs> Um, talking about uh, latex and you know twerking stuff, um, let's move on to our next story. Uh, which, like I said in our tease, there's this new happening workout trend that was inspired by uh, <laughs> tongue throwing Miley Cyrus. <laughs> Miley Cyrus tongue throwing. <laughs> that little girl. She has introduced the world to twerk out. <laughs> I just love that word. Twerk out. Twerk out. <laughs> so she shocked uh, millions of viewers at the VMAs in her performance a couple of weeks ago. However, some very savvy fitness uh, gurus and uh, fitness experts were able to kind of uh, get a little bit something else out of her performance. And they have created fitness classes to involve twerking. Each 55-minute class can burn an average about 530 calories. Research shows that it increases pelvic bone density about 8% and gives you a nice little sweat by twerking. Um, Let me tell you, I think twerking is one of the most obscene dances I've ever seen. It's it's gross. It's sick. There's nothing sexy about it. And I I think I would say that even if I was a youngster... Still going to clubs or it DJing makes me, at clubs. I'm in my 20s, and it makes me feel uncomfortable. However, it's not too far from what happens in the club. You know what? Uh, I know that's what happens in the club, and it's the sickest thing. It, and they, just, they, you know what? There's they nothing start, sexy about it. It's not it? just the twerk out. They're doing twerk lotties. 
They're also doing twerka and uh, twerk table. Twerk table. <laughs> don't be a twerk, okay? Relax. I don't have a problem. Like, if you, you know, bend down or whatever, it's, it's, it is a workout. What I don't appreciate is you, dudes coming up and putting your junk up your behind. It's like, dude. Yeah. Who <laughs> gave you permission to press your junk up my behind? Well, well see, that's the thing. When you twerk, uh, guys get the... The impression that Look, that's what you want, but I think it's okay. I'm sorry. Don't you want to see I have, twerking? No, I have no, no. problem. From what? Why are you behind? If, if a woman is doing that, uh-huh. I'm it's sorry. An open invitation I, or I am sorry. I am sorry. I I know it sounds sexist, but if you're doing that, a guy rubs his. That's his twerk. You twerk me. I twerk <laughs> you. Think about it. I think it's one of the most I uh, think, th- uh, rude I think, things to do. And if you're doing it to me, I'm gonna do it to you. I this think, is how I twerk, baby. No, I Lord. think twerking is okay, but it's not okay for a 17-year-old girl. I don't think it's okay And at I all. think it's okay to twerk, but you don't twerk like in public. Uh-huh. And, and you're right, Jackie. If, if my wife was twerking, I would look. Yeah. I would definitely look. I would imagine it's an invitation for you to look like, look what I can do. All right, do. baby, keep twerking. But don't come and shove your junk <laughs> look up what my... I can do. <laughs> <laughs> All I know is that if you're shoving your, I'd be, uh, I'd be if a, you're shoving your booty in front of me, right up at my crotch. But maybe we're not shoving it up in your face. But that's what twerking maybe is. We're, we're, maybe we're in front of you, and like it's just look what I can do. I'm sorry. <laughs> Let me tell you, that is a very sexually suggestive move, yes, and most most um, most people that are doing that are in a, usually in a sexually. In a you know what? Position. It is a it is a very racy dance move. And racy, it's worse than and, racy. But but you know what? It goes it, it goes down the to- toilet when a man goes and tries to do it with a girl. It's already. I down think there. it's okay. It's down there. Almost already. okay when a girl does it, but once a guy gets up there, or she puts it up on a guy, then it's when it's no it's it's now no good. It's no good because I mean it's twerking is is not it's not new. You look at a lot of the uh, Native African dance uh, uh, with with Native drums, and and they do similar dances like that. I agree. Even the guys do. I agree, but they but also walk not, around with loincloths and they're and and no breasts. Don't but you, but they're and not. You looked at National Geographic. But they're not sexually suggestive. Oh, but, but they are. That's how they. So over here, that's, yes, they are. Over here, dance. I have news for you, bro. They are. The whole point of these dances, the way they do that, a lot of it has to do it's, with it's with a mating. It's a yeah, mating, mating dance. The it's natives. a mating dance, but over here it's sexually suggestive. Gosh, how much easier would it be to find a man? All you gotta do is dance naked in front of him. That's it. It's so nice. Instead of like dating. Nice. Going is it hard dates. for you to get a man? No, I'm not saying it is. I'm just saying it's, it's a pain in the ass. I don't want to do it. A pain, Nobody uh, does. Pun intended. <laughs> pain in the ass. Nobody wants to go through the dating process. Uh, it's not fun. Yes, it's dating. Boring. Yeah, dating sucks. So, anywho, so this twerk out gets you a combo of toning and cardio. And, um, you know, there's this whole explanation on how to twerk. I, quite frankly, can't, can't get through the first line. So... If you want to know how to do the twerk out, go online. Uh, no, thank you. And I hope that my daughters who are... Um, do your daughters age, like to twerk? No, they don't. They, uh-huh. don't, they don't? My daughters don't dance that way. I'm here to say. <laughs> That's, I think there's a way to Although dance. Although one of them's off in college right now I in think, Colorado. I think, I think <laughs> what daddy girls, don't know. If I, saw, her, do if I saw a post of her on like Vine twerking, I would fly my ass. To freaking Colorado. <laughs> you would twerk your ass to a Colorado. <laughs> I'll show you twerk. 
No twerking. Which, FYI, there was a twerking video that went viral this last week. It was on multiple news outlets. It was this girl that was twerking up. I, don't I know, saw it. I don't know what it is about twerking up against a wall. Uh, I don't. I'm not too hip, so uh, I don't know. I'll what, tell you why. Because it's hard. It's harder. Is it easier no, to do because, it up against the wall? Because it's hard. This girl was twerking up against a door, and supposedly some upside chick, down. Yeah, upside down. Some chick walks in, assuming it's her roommate, and she falls over. She slams into the coffee table and bursts into flames from a candle that, that was, was on the table. Funny, and dude. she's That's on. She she's on fire, and no. you see they're screaming. Ah! Turns out, ha ha ha, it was a joke from Jimmy Kimmel. It wasn't real? It was not real. It was fake. It looks so real. It looks so freaking real. And it got all of us because Jimmy Kimmel came out and actually just released the full length of the video where Jimmy Kimmel comes in and um, uses the um, fire extinguisher. Uh, That's genius. But you know, um, talk about things. There's a lot of things like on Vine that you see a lot of twerking. You just... Go on Vine, which, by the way, it's turned out to be... Oh, I thought it might be something cool, but it's turned out to be the punk... Or no, the jackass of social media. It's just ridiculous. Well, Jimmy Kimmel said he did that video because he wants twerking to end. Good for him. Let's stop that madness. I am there. Let's start a Facebook page. It's time to end twerking. But if you want to burn 500 plus calories, go on the twerk out, guys. Whatever. Go for it. That's all that I have for tonight, guys. That's it? Oh. Yeah. Oh, I thought you had one more. Oh, sorry. I had something ready for you. Sorry. Okay, so that's it, ladies and gentlemen, with uh, Jackie's News and Dirty Laundry. Uh, we're going to go to a, mu- a music break, and um, and when we come back, we're going to have some more of, of what are we going to have? We're going to have- Angel and Jose. We're going to talk <laughs> We're gonna talk about the BuzzFeed article on BuzzFeed.com. It's called The 14 Principled Anti-War Celebrities We Fear May Have Been Kidnapped. What happened to them? I feel so, I'm so worried for, for Martin Sheen and, and Janine Garofalo. What happened to them? Where are you? Are you okay? What did happen, Janine Garofalo? Anyway, anyways. We'll, <laughs> I know, huh? <laughs> we'll be right back. There's going to be a music break, and we'll be right back. Martinez, your loca host of Maz TV. Just wanted to check in with y'all and let you know to catch our show every Saturday at 8.30 a.m. on Channel 20, DirecTV, Dish, and AT&T Uverse. Tune in. All right, we're going to have a music break in a little while, but before we do, I wanted to, uh, we're going to do my, uh, what I call my Patriot Pass. Tassels. And Look at, she's got tassels on her bag for her <laughs> headphones. <laughs> Anyways, welcome to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose. And I'm Angel. And we broadcast every Tuesday night on TwinTalkCast.com, straight out of Theo Luis's garage. We also do it on Live365.com. Just look for Twin Talk Cast Radio. And uh, now it's time for my Patriot Pass. The reason why I started doing this was because of all the... Um, dude, you're killing me, dude. Uh, we're, I started doing this Open because the of, all the crap, of all the crap I Bye, get. Jackie. Angel, you keep interrupting me, dude. Sorry. Dude, I'm going to interrupt you. I have, your, I have your, to be a gentleman and say bye to Jackie. Uh, you, you don't. She understands you're on the radio show. She's a professional. Bye. And, Look at her twerk her way out of here. <laughs> I started doing this because I got during the campaign, I was posting things on Facebook and I would get uh, all kinds of crap from people because I was exercising my freedom of free speech. 
my freedom, my right <laughs> to free speech, and therefore now I have the opportunity to rant. Now, recently, the president of the United States has got us in what uh, they call the Sandlot, a real pickle. Um, due to his running of the mouth, he has got us in a situation where we can go into potential war, third world war, you know, after striking Syria, if that's what we do. And it all started in August 2012 where he said that he was going to draw a red line or the proverbial red line of utilizing chemical warfare. And then he changes his tune a year later saying that he didn't say that. Let me play a little soundbite from 2012, August 2012. Here it is. Hold on. Wrong one. I have been very clear to the Assad regime but also to other players on the ground that... A red line for us is we start seeing a whole bunch of chemical weapons moving around or being utilized. Uh, that would change my calculus. So all of a sudden he's got a red line, and then a year later uh, there's an alleged use of chemical warfare, of chemical weapons in the uh, Syrian um, civil war. And uh, the president is now put in a situation where he, he has put in a situation where he has you know, all of a sudden he has to, you know, either stand up to it or not. And during the three uh, the G20 summit in Sweden, a uh, a uh, member of the media asked him this question, and this is, was his response. Uh, is a strike needed in order to preserve your credibility for when you set these sort of red lines? And were you able to enlist the support of the prime minister here for support in Syria? Uh, l- let me unpack the question. Unpack the First question? First of all, I didn't set a red line. What does that mean? The world set a red line. Let's unpack the question, he says. Let me unpack uh, it. L- let me unpack the question. What does that mean? First of all, I didn't set a red line. The world set a red line. What? The world set a red line when governments representing 98% of the world's population said uh, the use of chemical weapons are abhorrent and passed a treaty forbidding their use even when countries are engaged in war. Ironically, Syria didn't sign that treaty. Congress set a red line when it ratified that treaty. Congress set a red line uh, when it indicated that... Uh, oh, this is ridiculous. I can't, a, can't even, I can't even listen to it again. I get so frustrated to listen to the president as smug, uh, give us a smug uh, lie the way he did, being so smug about it. The worst part about it now, uh, fellow Americans, is that now uh, he's gotten to the point where not only does he uh, lie to us blatantly, but he, he knows that we know he's lying, and he knows that he's going to get away with it. And that's what pisses me off, and that's the topic of this week's Patriot Pass. And this is my message, my message to the president. Mr. President, you drew the red line. You mouthed off and they called your bluff. Now be a man and suck it up. How dare you look us in our collective eye and claim that the international community drew the red line. I, for one, do not care about a civil war in a country full of people who hate Americans. I have more important things to worry about, like how am I going to pay for my health care insurance, which is going to become unaffordable when your Affordable Care Act starts in January. Like the thought of my government spying on me and my fellow Americans utilizing the most advanced technology and manpower on the planet to collect the emails and cell records of millions of innocent Americans. 
Meanwhile, the ringleader of the Benghazi attack, which killed four Americans, including an ambassador, appears on CNN and other news outlets. No, Mr. President, don't look at us so smug and expect us to support you on this. You act like many schoolyard bullies who only feel empowered to intimidate because they have their cohorts to back them up. But we don't have your back on this. Stand on the line you drew. Own it. Now fix it, but don't shoot a single gun for it. Oh, and start by telling the truth. And this has been my Patriot Pass. That was Jose exercising his mouth and his right to use it <laughs> on his Patriot Pass. But he's a politician, Jose. None of them tell the truth, eh? <laughs> he's just a liar like they all the are, The problem right? is that we let him get away with it. I know. The Americans let him get away I, with it. I think we should do a Patriot Pass against the Americans, eh? Because we're letting him do that, eh? That's a very good point. Anyways, we're going to be right back. And now it's time for our music break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about BuzzFeeds.com article on those outspoken... Feed me because I'm buzzed, eh? Those outspoken... <laughs> those outspoken artists and actors who were so outspoken during the last uh, President's Wars. Anyways, we'll be right back. This is a
Welcome back to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose. And I am Angel. I dig that song, dude. It takes me back to the 80s, man. And uh, it was, it's, it was, uh, what's the word? It was relevant then, and it's relevant. It sure is. It's a great. It's beat. like a time zone, eh? I get it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so we're back. Welcome back to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I want to let everyone know that you can leave your comments on Facebook. You know, I've sort of, sort of been like skimming over Facebook, and uh, I didn't read the comments. Uh, Lord of this chimed in saying Fox is the devil. I guess in reference to Fox News Channel. <laughs> um, Maria Guerra chimes in and says Bruno Mars locked out of heaven. That's my jam. Thank you for listening, uh, Maria Guerra. Thanks for listening, Maria. Anyway, um, she, <laughs> she says uh, we're, we're hilarious, and she's in her PJs, by the way, Angel. <laughs> I'm glad you weren't offended, Maria. Uh, my brother could be uncouth sometime. Uh, oh, no, I'm pretty cool, man. Yeah, uncouth. I'm pretty cool. Anyway, so um, lately there's been a lot of talk of potential war with Syria in a war-torn, con- uh, in a war-weary country. You know, we've gone over a decade now fighting in Afghanistan and Iraq. A lot of Americans have tired of seeing um, war, and um, I remember during the previous administration, you remember all the all the um, Angel. I'm talking to you. I'm listening, all, man. All of the crazy demonstrations, the people protesting against the war. In Iraq, uh, protesting all kinds of stuff. We had celebrities there, there, galore making their 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 opinions known, and you know now you don't see anything. Uh, that is kind of a trip. I don't see anything. You're right. Yeah, and I think it has a lot to do with the party affiliation of the president. You think involved. because it's the uh, because it's the president uh, uh, Obama, or because it's the Democratic? Uh, because it's the it's both. Because it's Democrat, and uh, because it's the it's because it's Obama. Uh, you know, um, here's the deal. The the Obama, I'm sorry, uh, uh, BuzzFeed.com came out with an article, and it's called the 14 Principled Anti-War Celebrities We Fear May Have Been Kidnapped. <laughs> our government yet, is, yet again marching us toward a war of choice in the Middle East, and our nonpartisan peace-loving celebrities have gone missing since late 2008, uh. which is when President... George W. Bush stepped away, and the other guy, you know, was coming in. What's his name? Obama. Anyway, they list uh, fourteen uh, of those celebrities. Can you think of any one of them, bro? No, I I don't really watch the news. Uh, you're saying that some celebrities that were protesting before they were very outspoken on, and were outspoken, and they're not there now. Uh, Daryl Hannah, she's always uh, saving trees. Yeah, you know, it's a very good uh, community good. gardens. Is she one of them? Very good point. No, let me see. Oh, she was arrested just recently. Well, here, uh, 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 trying to stop that pipeline going through Canada. Well, here it is. Cheryl Crow is one of them. And uh, in 2009, she said, I think war is based on greed and there are huge karmic retributions that follow, yada, yada, yada. <laughs> and then there's Bruce Springsteen, who uh, on this article is pictured uh, performing at an Obama rally. <laughs> and uh, he's in pre-2009, he said, war? What is it good for? Absolutely nothing. That's a song. Huh? It sure is. <laughs> now, Martin Sheen, one of the most outspoken celebrities against war. Well, he's, he's at rehab probably. And here's a photograph of him uh, in October... Of uh, 2009, during the uh, pre 2009, uh, for the Stop the War Coalition, and his quote is, "But I am equally against the death penalty or war anywhere people are sacrificed for some and justifying a means." So it doesn't matter anywhere. He says anywhere, anywhere. Does he didn't say party affiliation? Yeah, yeah. But all of a sudden here he is, uh, or no? All of a sudden there he isn't. 
So, so why are you all mad about it? You're mad because were you mad back then when they were com- protesting against? No, I wasn't mad at them. They had the right to do that. I might have disagreed or agreed. That's not the point. The point is they're being hypocritical. Where are they now? They were so incredibly outspoken. It's clear that these Hollywood, you know, types that are so elitist only speak up when it's when when it's a liberal uh-huh. uh, administration, and it's it, it makes their argument totally uncredible, loses credibility. Here's another one, very outspoken for decades, uh, former uh, 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 still an actor, former president of Screen Actors Guild, Ed Asner. And before 2009, he said, I also think that there is a strong streak of racism. And whenever we engage in foreign adventures, our whole history in regime change has been of people of different color. That is true. Yeah. But where is he now? Um, are Syrians the same color as us? No, uh, Syrians? No, they're, they're if it's a Middle Eastern country. Are you saying are they white or are yeah. they Mexican? They're I not don't know. black, if that's what you mean. <laughs> You know, but it's like in North Africa, isn't it? No, it's in the Middle East. I don't know, Siri. I, um, I, I, I didn't go to school that day. Anyway, I didn't go to school. But you know, I, you know what I trip out on you, Jose, is that you're making it an administration thing. No, I'm, everything you you your your overtones or undertones. I don't know which one applies. Maybe both tones. Uh, there, it's it's always about Obama. Okay. Because, because in in particular, specifically in this particular segment that you're that you're calling out these uh, these people that were so vocal about it last time when it was Bush, right? And this time that it's Obama, they're not vocal about it, but you are. I'll tell you why. I'll tell. You, I'm going to respond to that. Uh, funny you should mention that because Ed Asner, the the uh, the actor we just spoke of, uh, actually uh, brought that up. He was in an interview. He was being interviewed. Uh, by the Hollywood Reporter, uh-huh. and they asked him, according to the Hollywood leftist Ed Asner, there are all kinds of excuses for this, this screaming silence, but among them is this. No one wants to be seen as an anti-black should they criticize America's first black president. Asner said the lack of organized effort against the war in Syria is a matter of timing. Bush took months to take the case for a war in Iraq, giving the anti-war left plenty of time to prepare for a response. But remember that back then they were saying... He did the 9-11 thing. No, but now they're saying... They're, in other words, he's saying that back then it's because, you know, uh, now uh, right now they don't have enough there, time to there organize. There was plenty of time to organize. But back then they were arguing that Bush was rushing to war. So he's contradicting himself. And then he, and he says it would be a done deal before Hollywood is even mobilized. This country will either bomb the hell out of Syria or not. But you know what? The thing is this, Jose... You may make some really good points when it comes to the things that you say against the president. You know, Benghazi and, uh, you know, privacy and and war and and all that kind of stuff. But the way you say it, man, you make it you you make it sound like it's against a particular administration and a president. It is. And 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 then that's that. Then you're going to lose people's uh, uh, if you're if you're saying something, you obviously want someone to hear it. I do want people to see it. I want them to see the hypocrisy. But you're going to lose I want it. Them, I, I you're going to lose. You're going to lose them at hello, 
because you because of the, my supposed division. But my point is, stop being so hypocritical. If you really believe and not be, if, if you're really anti-war, you should be anti-war regardless of the administration. Yeah, I was against okay. war back then. I'm against war right now. Okay, getting, eh? right here they asked him, and you know he said a lot. Of, Ed Asner's quote: "A lot of people don't want to feel anti-black by being opposed to Obama." He said. He said it himself. What what I've been saying for a long time. You know, and and it's it's ridiculous, utterly ridiculous. So you're saying that the reason people don't talk is because they're afraid to be because it's both either because they're, they're perceived, perceived racist or because they're just leftist. But you know, I have to kind of agree on, on on this, and it's not just him; it's it's whoever their president is. The people are really stupid because they voted for somebody and then they go and they do something. They blindly follow. And then they blindly follow. It's kind of like when you buy something and it's 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 not really what you wanted, but you tell everybody it's like the best, you know, oh dude, it's the best, eh? You know, this was really good, eh? You should try it. One but of the inside most of you, you're like, fuck, I spent too much money on this shit. One of the most outspoken was Janine Garofalo and you know, she was quoted before two thousand nine. Who you know what? Who listens to Janine? Eh? She has a show she's, she has a radio show, by the way. You're kidding me. Yes, yeah, she does. You know I was gonna say, she's ugly, no wonder she has a radio Janine show. Janine Garofalo, Neil Young, Jessica Lang, uh Barbara Streisand. I love her voice. One of the most outspoken uh, libs there is. Danny Glover, Susan Sarandon, where are you, my dear? Have you been kidnapped? Um, and uh, the list goes on. Uh, just ridiculous. It's funny. They don't want to come out because he's either either because he's black or because he's Democrat or both. And you know and what's ridiculous? And you know what's funny is though everybody got had. The people who voted for Obama that you say aren't speaking, they got had because the the elite. Who actually put Obama there and put Bush there and put all the other presidents there uh, to for their agenda are getting exactly what they wanted. People to stay quiet. And they do it because, oh, we got a black president, so now he's so popular. Just like, you know. You're, you know what? I agree with you. But, but it was did, genius. But, it but was they genius. Did it, but it, they did it also with Bush. But they did it but, also with. But, whoever wins, they win out of popularity. But think about, George, think about uh, President Obama. What a genius thing to do. Put a president in charge who people are going to be afraid or intimidated to oppose. A black man, you can't oppose him because you must be racist. You hear it all the time. And then guess what? Guess what's going to happen next? Why do you think Hillary Clinton will be running for president next? Because next thing you know, we have a female in, oh, pres- no, a female in charge, and people are going to say, oh, you oppose her? You're dude, a sexist. I hope that she You're doesn't make You're a sexist. You're and a you sexist. know what's funny is that I know that it's the same circle of people, dude. It's the same circle of people. I'm so distraught and discouraged and disgusted with our fucking country. Politics, anyway. Not our people. I love you guys all. Well, anyway, but the it, politics, man. We we gotta. I don't know what we gotta do. Anyway, people. I don't know what do we do. You, you know, artists party? and celebrities who have made so many great movies and have been so outspoken. Nineteen ninety nine. Are you okay? Are you around there somewhere? Have you been kidnapped? Do we need to send a rescue team for you? Please, please send out a smoke signal. Please, we care. We 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 worry about you. Anyway, we'll be right back uh, with Angels Chill Lounge. It's Thanks for the listening. End of the world, we'll be right back with Angels Chill Lounge.
everyone. This is Melissa Martinez, your loca host of Maz TV. Just wanted to check in with y'all and let you know to catch our show every Saturday at 8.30 a.m. on Channel 20, DirecTV, Dish, and AT&T Uverse. Tune in. You're listening to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Kick back. And listen. so hard on yourself yes indeed sometimes it's hard to see particularly when you confuse desire as a need don't rely on the perception of the few since they too have a reality that's skewed change the way you see yourself and it will change the way you see the world you are perfect in the grand scheme you are light you are earth You are water and cosmic dust. So change your environment, change your perception, and even your friends if you must. And it will definitely change your life. You are perfect. Chill. One love. And that's another edition of Angel's Chill Lounge. And that brings us to the end of another edition of Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. What an awesome uh, time I had today here at uh, Dio Luis's Garage. And it's kind of sad, you know, Jackie's been leaving early, like, you know, like she doesn't stay till the end anymore, yeah. eh? Well, the poor girl works at three in the morning, so uh, really? let it go. Yeah, she has a three. And she issue. looks that fabulous? Yes. Dude, I'd be looking all with bags, eh? You already do, man. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, thank you for joining us on Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Uh, we will be back again uh, Tuesday night, 7 p.m. Also, go to TwinTalkCast.com and click Previous Podcasts and check all our podcasts. You can subscribe to them or download them on demand to your favorite gadget and your gadget of choice. And please tell your friends. And if you haven't done it yet, tell your friends to do it. And you do it, too. Go to our TwinTalkCast.com Previous podcast. Check them out. We have a lot of great funny uh, uh, shows, a lot of great guests, a lot of great music. And uh, just do it, eh? You know, I like to do it when I'm cleaning house, eh? That's like when you could put some stuff on and really give it, you know, the attention it deserves. Eh? Hey, Maria Guerra chimes in. She goes, congrats on another great show. Always fun listening to you guys. Thanks for tuning in again, Maria, and ch- chatting us up. Goal! Goal, 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 goal. <laughs> okay, we'll see you next week, guys. Uh, thanks a lot. Good night. Shoo!